Welcome to Victorious Living. Don't let us get to the place where we think more of ourselves than we ought. In other words, let's not come to the place that we feel like we have arrived. Because we haven't. None of us in this room have arrived. Yeah, we've come a long way. Yes, we have grown a lot. Yes, but we haven't arrived. There's more growth to be had. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us a message, Avoiding the Spirit of Indifference. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us avoiding the spirit of indifference. At the moment. So what does that mean? That means, you know, when I should go pray, maybe I'm indifferent a little bit and I feel like I need to go do this and never get back to my time of prayer and fellowship. Indifferent. Having an indifference toward the things that God instructs us to do to stay strong in the Lord. Now we we know this, that the Bible teaches us to be strong. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We understand that, but we also understand that there are things that causes us not to be or to lose, could I say it that way, uh, or not to be as diligent about the, the, the strength of our mind. So he said, be renewed, stay renewed, stay focused in the spirit of your mind. And so there's a lot of things out there in the world today. COVID is one of them. It it is very much something that, that I believe that the enemy has imposed upon us to cause us to become indifferent. We could become indifferent to believe in God, that God will protect us from that. And when we come to that place, then what happened? Then fear starts to enter the picture. So we become afraid that we're going to encounter or get. And so how come we do that? Because we have become indifferent to the things that will keep us strong in the Lord and that will help or grow or strengthen our faith on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis so that fear doesn't have a place in our life. Now we know this, that fear and, uh, fear and faith, they don't work together. Uh, you know, I've said this, I say it like this sometimes, they're not in cahoots together. You know, words, they're, they're not in league with one another. You either have a, a mind of faith or spirit of faith, or you could have a spirit of fear and concern in your mind. Do we believe that God will protect us? Do we believe if, if something where sickness and disease attaches itself to us, do we believe that God will heal us? Do we believe that God is our healer? Or am I indifferent to it because of what I've read about whatever it is that has attached itself to my body. So sometimes we become indifferent toward the word because we're more occupied with these thoughts over here of what's gonna happen to me. 
And so the spirit of indifference gets a hold of the young, gets a hold of the middle age, and gets a hold of those who are older in the Lord. And so when we read that, I, I like, I mean, I'll read it to you again here, that Paul, remember what he says in that 23rd uh, verse of Ephesians 4, writing to the church at Ephesus, and be renewed, be established, be established, stay established, stay strong. Well, now who does that? Well, we do. <laughs> you know, uh, God tells us to do it, but God never said, I'm gonna come down there and do it for you. He never said that. So what we do, we pray God make us strong, but yet all the while he has given us the principles to use to be strong. So if we become indifferent to that word, to that instruction, remember what he said here when we started tonight, he says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. And the other translation said, I am the one who corrects and disciplines, disciplines everyone I love. So if I'm receiving discipline and correction from God through his word, that's because he loves me. That's because he cares about me. It's not because he's trying to put me down, not, not because he's trying to push me down. It's because he loves me and he does not want me, you, who, who, you know, his children. He does not want them to become indifferent toward him. And when we become indifferent toward the word, we are indifferent with him or toward him. For in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. So if I'm indifferent toward the word, I am indifferent as well toward God. So what does that do? That eats away of any faith I can muster in my, in my uh, uh, or have uh, grown to in my life. When a spirit of indifference takes hold of our mind, it begins to eat away, begins to eat away. I call it in times past, I call it like a ter termite. A termite can't eat your house down overnight. It can't do that, can it? Sometimes it takes a long time to eat your house down. As a little example, I thought, I thought about this little example uh, where Sue and I lived after we uh, first married or had been married, we bought our first house. Right behind the TV, there was these little holes that had come, little pinholes that had come through the, uh, the paper on the sheetrock. Well, you know, I thought we'd better see, look into it and see what's going on here. Well, what was happening was there was termites all in that wall. But you know what? That house is still standing today, but the termites cannot eat it down overnight. The devil cannot eat us down overnight. What's he do? He does it little by little. And the main thing where Satan is concerned, he's not after your big toe. He's not after, he's not after your knees or your legs. Although, you know, we could have an effect on that, but he's after your mind. He wants to take a control of your mind. He wants to bring this spirit of indifference toward God to your mind. And so if we listen to him, then th that's what he'll do. 
because that is his access to us, which then shows or results in things that happens then in our physical being and so forth. And so when our mind is established or when our mind stays established in the spirit of God's word. You know, I've talked to people through the years, perhaps you have as well, but I know I have. Through the years, you know, some not that far back would say to me, I don't read the Bible. I don't get anything out of it. Never realizing that that's where God has put faith. God, by the Spirit, by His Spirit, has put faith in that word. He has put strength in that word. It's food. Jesus said, I have meat to eat of that you don't know anything about, talking to those that were kind of quizzing him and questioning him. He said, I have meat to eat of. Well, what was he talking about? He was talking about the words of his father. He's talking about the word of God. So we have the word of God. So what, what, what is Satan's ploy? He's not, he does not show up on our doorstep, you know, with horns, a pitchfork and a long tail. He doesn't do that. He shows up in very subtle ways to make us think in our mind things that he wants us to think of. And you know, there's, there's really a lot to say about the mind, but Paul also addressed that in the Roman letter when he, when he makes this statement. He said, let, don't, don't let yourself, don't let us get to the place where we think more of ourselves than we ought. In other words, let's not come to the place that we feel like we have arrived because we haven't. None of us in this room have arrived. Yeah, we've come a long way. Yes, we have grown a lot. Yes, but we haven't arrived. There's more growth to be had. There is more of God's spirit that we can be overflowing with. So we haven't arrived. So what does Satan do? Satan attacks your mind, our mind. He attacks our mind and the only way that he can get us diverted from God is to bring this spirit of, what did I say, indifference, the spirit of indifference to our mind. Make us think we don't need that anymore or we don't need as much of that anymore or you don't have to do that. You don't need to do that every day. You don't need to come to church very often. You don't need to pay your tithes. You don't need to pray. You know, all of the things that we could mention. What's he trying to do? He is just simply trying to cause us to become indifferent toward those things that God has instructed us to do. So what happens? The enemy's eating away, eating away. He's ever, ever eating at our mind to bring our mind away from being spiritually minded to becoming carnal minded. And so there you go. You know, and sometimes, you know, people, I've had people ask me, said, Brother Charles, I'm a believer. I believe God. How come he didn't heal me? Well, I'm not God, obviously, <laughs> obviously. And, and uh, I don't know. I can't answer everybody's questions. But I can say this. It's somewhere that they have not done, not doing, used to do, but not anymore. It's, it's, it's all caught in that web somewhere, somewhere through life. But, there, but there's a reason for it. 
it's not like Satan just moved in one day. No, he's been eating away at that for a long, long time. Now, back to the, uh, back to the church at Laodicea. They had become indifferent and lukewarm in their relationship with God and Jesus. They had become more uh, in tune with the wealth, uh, with the prosperity of the day. And it was, it was one of the most prosperous cities of that day. It was one of the most prosperous cities that you can think about. So what happened? The people then, their mind, they became indifferent toward the treasures of God and became more in tune with the physical treasures that they could see, feel, have, hold, whatever. And what happened to it? They became lukewarm. What did God say? I'd rather you be hot or cold rather than being lukewarm. And he said, if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. Now, I don't know that I understand all the depth in that one statement, but I just know that's what the Bible says. And so what we want to do is make sure, like Paul teaches us, to think soberly. Be sober in your thinking. You know, uh, don't think more highly. Don't think, well, I'm grown, I'm mature. And, you know, you know kind of, you've seen people, you know, that, that kind of stick out there, you know. It's our hope that today's message, Avoiding the Spirit of Indifference, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you'd like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer number 15. This week's special number is 15. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.